0: Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel health and performance. Hi, this is Dr. Zarowski, your healthy and high performance expert, and I'm here with our co host, Jacqueline Tram. How are you doing, Jackie?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Can't complain. Today, in this episode, we're going to be talking about some really cool topics. So, we're going to be talking about HIT for fat loss. What that is is high intensity interval training for fat loss, and also the top five ways to do HIT. Pretty exciting stuff, huh?
1: Yeah, I think it's really exciting, especially with summer approaching right now, or, you know, everyone's getting out of their winter clothes. How can we burn that fat off of our bodies the fastest way?
0: Absolutely, yeah. People are getting off their big bulky sweaters. They're getting ready for beach season, so there couldn't be a better time to have this conversation. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm definitely need to stick to it, and I need to do the everything we're talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean, so here's the deal is that most people are going out and they want to lose they want to lose lose the fat off their body, but they really don't know what steps to take in the gym in order to lose that fat. You know, a lot of people are just going to the gym, they're doing an excessive amount of cardio. And, you know, the fact is that research shows that that's actually not, that's not the way to lose fat. I mean, of course you will, right? I mean, you'll lose a little bit, but if you're, if you want to really take your gym time and get the most out of it, then you need to be doing high intensity interval training, right?
1: Right. I mean, every time you walk into any gym, you see a whole bunch of people and what are they on? They're mostly on the cardio machines or on the elliptical or they're running miles on the treadmill. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm probably not the best one to say that I don't go out and run like a mile or you know two or something just because it makes you feel a lot better. But definitely the, you know, some of the mistakes I make are what, you know, everyone's going to learn. Like, it's not really good for your body to do that.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, and that's that's a key thing right there, is that it's not really good for your body. So when you look at getting on the treadmill and just running for 40 minutes, like I see so many people doing, there's a lot of negative things that are that's actually happening to your body as you're doing that, right? So the first thing that's happening is it's causing you to age faster. And the way that it's causing you to age faster is it's driving oxidative stress. And when you drive this oxidative stress in the body, it's leading to chronic inflammation. So the thing is, is that acute oxidative stress, it can actually be a good thing for your body. But when it becomes chronic, then you're starting to age faster. You're starting to drive that inflammatory process. And you're also, um, you know, setting yourself up for problems on the road because, you know, as you – probably know at this point that inflammation is you know pretty much the precursor to most diseases you know and when we talk about seven the Inflammation. We're talking about the seventy-five plus trillion cells in your body becoming inflamed and not functioning properly. So that's what the inflammation is. And so when you're getting on the treadmill and running those long miles, it's just driving that inflammatory process because of a- oxidative stress and also making you age faster. But there's more to it. It's also has a, having a catabolic effect. It's breaking down muscles and joints and causing overuse injuries. Right? It's it's causing you to actually. Store Fat versus burn it. And then, lastly, when you are just getting on those aerobic machines and, and spending, you know, 40 minutes to an hour on it, it's putting your hormones out of balance. It's decreasing your testosterone. Uh, it's just plummeting your growth hormone, which essentially is going to make you lose muscle mass. And then it's increasing stress hormones like cortisol, which is also going to lead to more oxidative stress. So it's kind of a vicious cycle.
1: That's terrible. I mean, I already have enough stress. I don't need to do right. running. To, or I don't need to do it with my cardio. I have to bring on more stress to my body. But, you know, I found that it was kind of, or I'm curious, you said that it causes you to store fat versus burn it. What do you like what do you mean by that like how is that possible is it because people aren't really sure how to eat or how to recover after burning all those uh, calories while they're on the elliptical or on the treadmill
0: yeah well that's an interesting question because here's the deal is we're gonna get more into that in, in a couple minutes here in when we're focusing more on the uh, key benefits of high intensity interval training but one of the things that's happening when you're just getting on the treadmill and running for 40 minutes or whatever the case is then that you're at, you're actually burning your fat stores while you're on the treadmill. While you're working out, you're actually burning fat. But the problem is, is once you're off the treadmill in the next 24 to 48 hours after that, you're burning sugar. And you actually want to do the exact opposite. And that's what high intensity interval training allows you to do.
1: Oh. Learn something new every day, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so let's jump into it. So the first thing that most people are probably asking at this point is what is high-intensity interval training? And that involves alternating between a very intense bounce of exercise and low-intensity exercise. For example, sprinting for 30 seconds and then taking a break for 60 seconds or or walking for 60 seconds and then repeating that over and over again for probably about – Ten to twenty minutes whatever whatever it you know fits you basically in in your um, endurance capacity so um, the interval training is something that I really really enjoy doing well I mean I wouldn't say enjoy do it because it's a little bit you know it's 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 a little bit tough when you're doing it It's meant to be tough, but the thing that's cool about it is that the benefits that you get from it are just out of this world compared to spending forty minutes in the gym. You know, you can go there and that. yeah, you can go there and spend twenty minutes instead.
1: Right. I mean, think about it. I mean, I used to run miles and miles and miles, and you know, it take you a good hour, you know, to run all the miles that you want to get in that day. But you know, you can do some hit training, and you can be done with your cardio blast workout in twenty minutes.
0: Right, exactly. So that leads us into the key benefits of HIT training. So the number one benefit for me, without a doubt, is that it cuts your workout time in half. It's always, you know, when I'm when I'm looking at going to the gym, it's like, okay, how much time do I got here? How can I get in and out? What am I gonna do? So, you know, for me, I do I do the uh, high intensity interval training um, probably about two to three times a week. And what it allows me to do is go to the gym and knock a workout, a really intense workout, out in about 20 minutes so that's one of the major key benefits for me at least but there's a lot of other physiological benefits that it has as well and um so let's jump into those physiological benefits that it that it has for you so the the first physiological benefit that it has for you is it improves your mitochondrial function so you might not know what the mitochondria is, but it's considered the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. <laughs> you're giving me a look like, what is a mitochondria? So that's it's that's a
1: pretty big word, but I think it's pretty important. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and what it does is it it, it literally cr- creates the energy for your whole body. So, you, like I said, 75 plus trillion cells in the body, they all have mitochondria. You can imagine that's where you're getting your energy from. So. What it does to your mitochondria is it actually increases the size and number of your mitochondria through high intensity interval training. And so when you do this, it increases the oxidative enzymes that are flowing within the body and it changes your metabolism. It actually boosts your metabolism, which with this with more oxidative enzymes in a higher functioning metabolism, you're going to burn more fat and it also allows for a greater carbohydrate breakdown for energy. And so when this is all happening, you also have um, increased excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. That's known as EPOC. And when you have that going on within your body, the increased excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, then you're also burning fat for a longer period of time. That's one of the things that actually allows you to burn fat for the 24 to 48 hours after doing high-intensity high intensity interval training.
1: Well, it all makes sense. I mean, you definitely, and like you said, like all these, you know, underlining things that people don't know about, we are cutting the workout time, you know, way in half. And you're actually doing more more good for your body.
0: Right, exactly. So let's keep going through here. There's a lot of benefits. So the next one is it's going to improve your VO2 max. And your VO2 max is your body's upper limit for consuming, distributing, and using oxygen for energy production. See, now if you're a endurance athlete where you're trying to have a, a higher threshold for endurance, increasing your VO2 max is a big deal. So that's one reason it's a big deal. Um the, the next reason VO2 max is a big deal is because it strengthens your heart. So for instance, with cardiac patients, what they're doing is they're using high-intensity interval training in cardiac rehab, you know, people who have heart disease or, or or um heart problems, because what they're finding is yeah, going for a walk is good for the heart, but they can actually Cut the recovery time in half if they're doing high intensity interval training. So, increasing that VO2 max is important if you're an endurance athlete, but it's also important for your heart. And so, you might think, well, I'm not a heart patient, but you know, in a sense, everybody has to be. I mean, if you have a heart, you should be concerned about your heart, right? So, I mean, like it's when important. you look. Yeah, when you look at one and two people developing heart disease and dying from it, then it's pretty important to realize, hey, we better we better have some concern about our heart and v- increasing your VO2 max is going to do that. The next big thing is that when you do the the hit workouts, it forces this hormonal shift within the body, which is really good because like when we're talking about uh, this before, and we were talking about how doing too much cardio is actually plummeting your hormones, your good hormones, such as testosterone and growth hormone. Well, if you're doing the HIT workouts, it's doing the exact opposite. It's increasing your growth hormone, your testosterone, and then in as a result of that, that's increasing your metabolism, and you're going to hold on to your muscle much better versus you know just burn it, just uh, your body eating it like it does with long distance um, cardio exercises, you're going to hold on to your muscle and you're going to burn the fat off much easier. And while we're talking about the hormones, it's also important to talk about insulin and the leptin uh, and, ha- and how it affects that. So it actually increases your insulin and leptin sensitivity. And you're probably thinking, okay, what does that mean? Well, if you're increasing your insulin sensitivity, the, the first thing that that does is it, it, It changes your body so you're able to utilize the sugar that that you get from eating food versus storing it into your glycogen stores in your liver, and that's pretty important. You don't want that to just be stored because when it's stored, it's being stored. It's going to get stored as fat, so you're going to just keep increasing fat, right? And then, and then it's also making leptin much more sensitive, so your body can hear that leptin. Leptin is what the hormone that actually tells your body to burn fat. So if you were if you have this insulin that's more sensitive and you have leptin, which is your body's more sensitive to, you're gonna be not storing fat and actually burning fat. And that is that is really key here when you're talking about trying to lose weight, right?
1: Right. So I mean, we, all wanna, we all wanna you all wanna burn fat. So and we're trying to do it the best way possible.
0: Right. Exactly. So to continue on with the hormones, now we have um We have the high-intensity interval training that activates hormones like hormone-sensitive lipase and catecholamines, which help you burn fat. And then here's something that's really big. This is probably the biggest point that I'm going to make about high-intensity interval training and why it works so stinking well. Is that when you're actually doing the high-intensity workout, you are burning you are burning sugar during that period of time. The reason you're burning sugar is because it, because of the high intensity nature of it, your body needs that fast energy source. So it looks to the sugar and it burns the sugar while you're working out. But here's the benefit. As you burn through the sugar stores, those glycogen stores in your body while you're doing the workout, t- it's studies show that 24 to 48 hours after the workout, you're actually burning the fat, which is incredible because if you want to lose fat, you have to burn fat. Your cells in your body have two options for energy. It can either burn sugar and, or it can burn fat. So unlike the long distance cardiovascular exercises. Um, or cardio exercises, you're actually um, burning sugar during the workout and then burning fat for a long period of time after. And um, it's actually estimated that you're going to burn three times more fat doing the high intensity interval training versus going and running for 40 minutes. And so, in the research, time and time again, it is shown that after about two weeks, of high intensity interval training fat burning increased in people by
1: 36%. Wow, that's it's crazy.
0: Right, exactly. So, you know, you think about it and like I said, one of the things that I love about it is that you're going to the gym and instead of spending 40 minutes on the treadmill or on the bike or the elliptical, you're actually going there and you're jumping on there and you're just going really hard. It's it's intense, right? And you're going hard for you know 15 20 minutes and it depends you know what you can handle what i might be able what i can handle versus someone who's 70 years old is different or maybe what i can handle versus someone who's a professional athlete that's you know training every single day is going to be very different as well so it all depends on you know where you're at and your your level of fitness but you know of course It is – it's showing that this is the way to exercise if you want to burn fat, shred the fat off your body. But it's it's just so much more effective and you're going to save a ton of time doing it.
1: It It's awesome. I mean – better faster results right
0: right exactly yeah. and that's and that's what most people want and you know like that's that's the one of the things about society today is it's like people want something now you know they don't want to go to the gym and, and start seeing results like three months later they want to start seeing results now and and this is proven like I said it's proven in the research that this is very very effective so we should jump into how to perform high intensity interval yeah training. I was just
1: going to ask like if this is you know the new way of burning all the fat and getting rid of, you know, body fat fast. How are we supposed to do this in the
0: right way? Right. Exactly. See the high intensity interval training is all the rage right now. And the reason it is, is because it works so well. And, um, when you're doing this hit, these hit workouts, what you're essentially doing is you're exercising like a sprinter and not a marathon runner. So you're, you know, your sprinters are just lining up. They're doing this quick sprint, you know, 30 seconds or so versus your marathon runners who are running for two hours at a time. So that's really the big, the big difference. But when you're doing these sprint like workouts, what you should be, um, you should be working out to at 85 to hundred percent maximum heart rate. This isn't, you know, your typical run, you'll be going outside to go for a jog or something like that. And you're going to be running at about 65, 70% maximum heart rate. Well, when you're doing sprinting or you're doing high-intensity interval training, you are going to be working out at eighty-five to one hundred percent. So, I mean, it's it's not uh, it's certainly not easy. You go and you you work out um, at your at your peak. And, you know, you just get it done. Now, like I said, that's different for everybody. Um, For some people, just walking up a set of stairs might be it. Um, For some people, um, going from walking to jogging might be it. You know, for me, it goes from, you know, walking to a like full out sprint. But like I said, everybody's in very different places, right?
1: Right. You just kind of put in that extra notch instead of just doing a light jog. You got to step it up a couple of notches and then bring it down and step it up and bring it down.
0: Right. And one of the things that you might be wondering at this point is how do you go about determining your maximum heart rate? Well, I use the, um, the uh, Phil Maffetone uh, method for figuring it out it's pretty easy and you know i've i use that and suggest it to people because it's real simple to use and i'll actually put it in the show notes but you know just to go over it briefly and i mean i could lose you here but we'll just I'll, like i said i'll go over it briefly and then i'll put it in the show notes so you can actually get it you what you do is you take your um age and you subtract it from 180 that's how you start so subtract your age from 180 and then you modify this number by selecting among the following categories that I'm going to mention here in, you know, whatever mat- matches your health status. So your age minus 180. Now, if you have or are recovering from a major illness such as heart disease or any operation, hospital stay, anything, or you're on any regular medication, you subtract an additional 10 points from that. So your age minus 180, if you fall into this category of you know hospital stays medication, subtract another 10 points from that. Okay. Now, if you're injured, you have regressed in training or competition, you get more than two colds or bouts of the flu per year. You have allergies, asthma, or if you have been consistent or are just getting back into training, you subtract an additional five. So, um, and then to go on, if you have been training consistently, at least four times a week for up to two years without any real problems of like the ones we just mentioned, you keep the number 180 minus your age the same. And if you have been training for more than two years without any problems, you're gonna add five. So you know you can see how I probably lost people there, but like I said, I'll put it in the show notes. But it's a very simple method, um, you know, versus uh, I mean, you can go and get all the gadgets hooked up to you and, and figure out what your maximum heart rate is. But this method is it's it's pretty easy. It's just a matter of um, you know subtracting your age and then ten and adding five if you're a really healthy individual. So, like I said, probably complicated just hearing it, but it'll be in the show notes for you.
1: Sounds pretty cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it yeah.
0: Was. Um. Okay, so back in, back into back into um, you know the 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 um, points on how to uh, perform hit. So it's best if it's not done every other day. In the research, it's shown that every er, or it's best if not done every day. It's best if done every other day. In the research, it's shown every other day you have if you're doing hit, it's gonna have the maximum benefit on you. So you should do it every other day. Now, um, the way that it's performed is short bursts and then rest, kind of like what we already talked about. But let me mention how I do um, hit on a weekly basis. So what I'll do is it's cold out right now where I live. So I'm not going outside and running. I wish I could. But so what I'll do is I'll jump on the treadmill I'll put it at 12. That's what's good for me. And then I'll, uh, watch the treadmill and I'll do 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and I'll go for 20 minutes. Now it's pretty intense. Um, it took me, I mean, it took me a while to actually even work up to that. Um, at first when I started doing it, it was like 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. But then after I reached about like let's say about 12, 14 minutes, it was like 30 seconds on a minute off, just because I couldn't, I couldn't stay on. Um, it was just too intense for me. So, uh, that's how I perform it, and um, that's that's essentially how it should be performed. And really, anybody can do it at any age. Like I said, it doesn't it doesn't matter where you are as far as your um, your your endurance level or your uh, exercise capacity. You can just modify it to make it fit you. Like I said, if you maybe need to do thirty seconds on and two minutes off, if that's what you have to do, then. You know, that's fine. That's what you have to do. Just modify, modify to make it work for you. And then the cool thing about this is it can be done with no equipment at all. Just go outside and do sprints and um, and uh, just utilize your, your stopwatch or something to let you know when you've reached those 30 seconds of sprinting.
1: Right. I mean, that's a good point when you say anyone can do it and you know today with all the smartphones there's a lot of different apps and things that you can use to help you you know monitor how how many are how many seconds on and how many seconds off and go from
0: there right exactly I actually have an app and um, it's just called the interval timer and it's pretty cool because you can actually set the times of the intervals that you want to um, use and now this is for the iPhone Um, it probably they're probably across all platforms but you can actually set the different times so if I want to go 40 seconds on a minute off or whatever you modify those times and then it will it'll let you know by beeping um, when you go again that's that's pretty cool I enjoy using that one
1: the a similar one that I actually use that's like that it's the Tabata timer, yeah. And it does the same thing. And there's you know, it gives you eight rounds, and you're on for twenty seconds, and you're off for ten seconds, and you keep doing that for eight times. And I think it comes out to what, about four minutes of a straight hardcore workout. And you're like, I've been running for forty minutes, and now I can only do and now I can do this hard workout in oh, yeah. four minutes. It's great.
0: Oh yeah. And- it's like- and you should be toast. You know, by the time that you finish these, you should be huffing and puffing. You should be struggling. Um, you know, it, it's if if you're not if if you're not working hard, then you're not doing it right. Because, like I said, it's eighty five to one hundred percent maximum heart rate. Like you're pushing that level, pushing that threshold. Um, but that leads us into the top forms of hit and the top ways to do it. Okay. So, first of all, there's just the regular high intensity interval training, you know, just a regular hit method. And so, like I said, I just told you how I do it, but there's a lot of ways you can do it. You don't really have to, you know, it doesn't have to be on a treadmill. Uh, If I go on vacation or something like that, I like to run stairs. And this is the same thing where you're going 30 seconds on 30 seconds off or 30 seconds on two minutes off, whatever fits you, right? So you want to just uh, do something where it's pushing you. And you're and you're doing it for those those short bursts. You know you can go out and do it in the driveway. Um, you know just whatever whatever you're able to do at the time. Um, you know just go for it. You don't you don't know, it doesn't have to you don't have to get fancy with it at all. Just get out and make it happen. Um, so that's just a regular the, the regular um, high intensity interval training and um i like to jump on the treadmill i like to do it for 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and i have seen a lot of benefit from it because first of all i'm not having injuries from running excessive uh, mileage it's called junk miles when you're actually running a bunch of miles and because it's not necessarily making you any better but it, it could possibly be making you worse but when you're training you don't want to be running those junk miles so doing the high intensity interval training is an excellent way to increase your endurance. Um, the next big style of doing hit training is called Tabata. And this is the one that you were just talking about, Jacqueline. It's the 20 seconds on and 10 seconds off. Um, th- this one's pretty cool because you could actually go and throw together any type of Exercise you want into this. So, for instance, like you could say, All right, today I'm going to do push ups, squats, and shoulder presses, and um, an ab workout, and I'll do bicycles for that, let's say. And so, what you do is you take, let's say you're going to start with push ups, <clears throat> you take that Tabata timer that Jacqueline was just talking about. That is an excellent app and you just start that thing and it'll it'll beep when you're supposed to start the 20 seconds of push-ups and then when it beeps again on those 10 seconds, you can take a break or or you know rest whatever and then as soon as those, 20 seconds start again, you just keep repeating those push-ups, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, until you do eight rounds, right? And then after the push-ups, you jump into the squats. 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off, eight rounds. And then shoulder presses, and then your your bicycles or whatever. So those are that's pretty fun because you can just pick you know and you can have a little bit of fun with it just you know taking yeah. some different body areas that you want to work on and right. um and then you just go for it using that Tabata style so um you're pretty familiar with that though right
1: yeah i actually use that one quite a bit i mean my trainers like to help me use that one and mm-hmm. we definitely will push the sled for 20 seconds we'll rest for 10 push it again rest for 10 you know or you know once we do that um you know eight times or something like that. Like you could also switch, you know, between the ropes or, you know, I guess I was out at a friend's house and didn't have anything. I went out and I did tapata sprints for eight rounds. And then after that I did abs and pushups and I did a mixture of, you know, 20 seconds on 20 seconds off. I really like it. It's a, it's a fun app.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of cool because it's timing it for you. The the style the and the method of it. It's 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Some people when you're just doing the regular hit training, they're like, oh, "I don't really know, you know, we're talking about maximum heart rate and I don't have a device that measures it and you know, I don't really know where I should be." So, some people, you know, they they kind of get a little frustrated with that. But, you know, that brings me to a point that I should I should bring up is, is that when you're doing hit training, and you say you're doing it on the treadmill and you're really not sure where you should be at as far as time on and time off when you are running let's say you're doing that that sprint that 30 seconds that 40 seconds on whatever it is by the time that you're like you you you're pretty much really tired to the point where you couldn't talk to per, uh, somebody standing next to you that's when it's time to take a rest right and so then you're probably wondering, how do I know when to get back on? As soon as you could talk to the person standing next to you comfortably, then that would be a good time to jump back on the treadmill or jump back on the little sprints or whatever you're doing outside and then hit it until you you reach that point again where you're just, you know, you hit exhaustion and then you take that break. And um, that's a good way to do it if you don't have a device that monitors your heart rate. Right.
1: right. That makes sense. So basically... Pretend that you have your basketball or soccer coach or some kind of coach sitting there yelling at you and you got to do sprints or ladders or, you know, suicides or anything like that that was going to make you push and then you breathe for a second and then do it again
0: right exactly and so you might go 40 seconds on and you might need to take those two minutes until you find yourself getting your breath back enough to where you can go in you can go and sprint again so and then as you progress later after you do this for 10 minutes or 20 minutes you're gonna find that you're probably gonna need to increase that break time you know you're gonna all of a sudden it's like 20 seconds on two minutes off you know like you're gonna change your times but that's the that's the beauty about it is you know, you just change it up and you make it fit you. So, all right, to recap, we talked about just plain old hit, you know, hitting the treadmill, the stairs, out on the driveway, whatever it is. Get out there doing some sprints. We talked about the Tabata style um, workouts, and Jacqueline had mentioned the app. Download that app, it's really cool. Now, the next one is the Far Lick. So, you know, everybody get get all the laughs out of your system. It's you know, it looks like Fart Lick, right? Okay. So and and what Farlic is, is it's simply defined as periods of fast running intermixed with periods of slow jogging. So um, you know, it, it'll be basically the difference is versus sprinting and then taking a break. or or just walking, you're gonna sprint, jog, maybe a fast paced walk. So you're gonna be moving the whole time, but you're just going to put variety in there. Um, versus versus the regular old hit. So far like is its own style and it's about you're, you're moving the whole time you're gonna be sprinting you're gonna be jogging maybe a fast-paced walk to a sprint again and um, if you're just getting into it it might be a fast-paced walk to a jog and then and then resting so you're just you're you're, you're mixing uh, jogging with sprinting basically and uh, that's what far is. And then the next ones that are pretty intense and the next method of doing hit is doing workouts that involve multiple muscle groups. So for instance, a workout that involves multiple muscle groups is doing something like a squat press. What a squat press is, is let's say you take two 5-pound, 10-pound dumbbells, whatever's right for you. You put one in each hand. You do a squat, right? As you come up from the squat – You do a curl in each arm and then you do a shoulder press. And the reason that that works so well for – uh, high intensity interval training is because that workout engages so many different muscle groups. So you got to figure you're doing that squat, you're engaging your hamstring or your uh, quads and your your um, glutes and then when you come up from that you're in- engaging your core and then by doing those curls you're engaging your biceps and then when you do that shoulder press you're engaging your deltoids and your triceps. So you're engaging a ton of muscle groups in just that one movement. So That is a way to do um, hit workout, a, a hit style workout, is by doing squat press, and then another good one is burpees as well. And most people are familiar with burpees, where you go from a standing position to a push up, and then you know jump your feet back up, and then jump in the air. Same thing. You're you're engaging a bunch of muscle groups there. Right. Is that is burpees one of your favorite workouts, Jackie?
1: You know, I'm not a big fan of the burpees, but that's just because I can't jump. And so <laughs> when you gotta come up and you gotta jump, I like Yeah. I, I don't get the best jump. I guess I don't explode well enough, but it's something definitely I can work on and get better at. But.
0: Yeah, I mean they're they are very intense. Um, They're an intense workout, like doing the squat press or the burpees. Like you'll see with the squat press, you know, I was talking about picking up those dumbbells. You're not going to need much at all. So when you go and you do these things, and let's say you're doing 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, you know, doing 30 seconds of burpees as fast as you can like that, that's intense. Like that's going to, you're going to need those 30 seconds off. You're going to need probably a minute off. But, um, you know, and the same thing goes for that squat press because you're going to find that engaging all of those muscle groups at, at once, at the same time, um, and very rapidly, it, it just wears you out quickly.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Okay, so... That was number four of the top ways to perform hit now, number five of the top ways to perform hit is to simply get out and play um it's as simple as that getting out and playing basketball uh soccer, football, baseball, whatever it is getting out and running with your kids because one of the things that um that getting out and playing all these sports has in common is that you know. If you're in basketball, you're sprinting and then you're stopping. If you're in football, you're doing a quick sprint and then stopping. Soccer, all of them. So, you know, getting out, engaging in sports, getting in some fresh air, playing with your kids. You know, these are all excellent ways to do um, to do uh, a hit workout. And certainly, it's going to be the most enjoyable.
1: Right. I mean, who doesn't like to go out and play backyard game of basketball or? you know, soccer, just don't get hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, don't twist your ankle or something, but yeah, I mean, so implementing this into your life, you're going to see some huge benefits. Like I said, I mean, we, we, we just went through the research. I mean, the, the amount of things that it does for you in a positive way is just incredible. And the fact that you're going to burn three times more fat, that's a big deal. I mean, that's a, the, even if you, if it, even if you're a primed athlete, Doing this is still important because you want to, you know, you you don't want to have that excess fat on your body if you're competing. You want to make sure that your muscle muscle to fat ratio is is um, you know pretty good because if you're performing, you don't want to be carrying that extra weight around. So, and then also if you're performing and you need to build endurance, you don't want to be breaking down muscle by long term running. So, well, um, that's
1: exactly right. I mean, my trainers are on me all the time. Like, I'm like, um. I mean, go run a couple miles. i are like, nope, you're not. You're going to do some interval training. Get yeah. your Tabata app out and go and do this right. or go push the sled. That's better for you to do that. You know, it's done in four minutes and it's better on your body.
0: Right, exactly. You're not going to be breaking your body down. You're going to lose your, the whole point of doing the, the the running is to you know carve some of the fat off the body. You're going to be doing that much more efficiently, and you're doing it in less time. You're you're doing it in ten, twenty minutes, and you're only you're only implementing hit workouts every other day for the maximum benefit, according to the research. Right. Cool. So. Tell you what, implement this into your life, let us know how it's going. Give us some feedback on it and um, you know implement these top five ways to do the hits. Uh, check out in the show notes how to figure out your uh, maximum heart rate that'll be uh, It'll be much easier to follow when you're reading it. and uh, besides that, that's all I got for you. any other tips, uh, Jackie?
1: No, you no, know, I mean, I'm curious too. like, do yourself a challenge, you know, for the for the next two weeks, use the HIT program and see like, how much, uh, you know, body fat you've burned and, you know, just see how it goes.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, what? I got a tip. I got a tip for people and this is just because it was just came up the other day. And you know, there there's a uh, well-primed athlete that I know of and he's trying to burn that extra fat off and, he, and I mean the guy's workouts are perfect and we're trying to figure out why in the world he um has, you know, this he well he's trying to figure out why in the world he has this extra belly fat and um you gotta stay away from the starchy carbs if you're working hard in the gym you gotta stay away from the starchy carbs because those are that's where you're getting that belly fat from so stay that's that's my extra bonus tip of the podcast is <laughs> is stay away from the starchy carbs because you're working hard in the gym you know don't don't kill your results by the starchy carbs that are just gonna add that belly fat
1: exactly I mean time's ticking it's almost bathing suit weather so
0: get to the hit. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. Well, it was great being here with everyone today. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, Pleasure to be here with you. Take care. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.